And we're back. We're back. We're back to Jezebel Goes to Seminary. I'll try to think of a jingle, y'all. It's actually been on my mind to create one. I just haven't felt super inspired by any of the ones I've come up with yet. So stay tuned because it's coming. I feel it. But welcome back to Jezebel Goes to Seminary podcast. I am so happy that you're here. I'm glad that we made it to another week. Can I get an amen? There's no call and response in podcasts. But anywho, welcome to the second episode of the cast, the pod, whichever uh, nickname you would like to use here. Feel free. I think it would be a great way, though, again, to, to kick off this season and to introduce you to the guests that I will have on the show by doing a deep dive into names. What's in a name? You've probably heard that line before, but if not, it was made famous in Shakespeare's play, Romeo and Juliet. And over time, the phrase, what's in a name, morphed into an everyday idiom. And when used in its idiomatic form, it it tells us that the name or this word that we've used to identify or label a certain thing is actually arbitrary. That in fact, what matters is the quality behind the name. So names, our names, the pronunciation of our names, having people know, respect, and use our names plays a significant role in our lives. You may ask yourself, but why? Why, Meredith? Well, I'd like to insert an American novelist, Ralph Ellison, who actually wrote Invisible Man. Uh, He said, it is through our names that we first place ourselves in the world. And I think when we can kind of hook onto that, right, when we can hook onto this quote by Ellison and say, a name, right, it is through our names that we first place ourselves in this world. So what does it mean to place yourself in this world? Think about that for time being. And a common question we're asked growing up before the career and accomplishments, so before you get to college and people are asking, so what's your major? The the simple question that we get asked time and time again growing up is, what is your name? And if we go back to what I just said about Ellison, it is through our names that we first place ourselves in this world. So the question I have for you at the beginning of this episode is, where are you placing yourself in the world? And as you are thinking of where your place is in this world or where you have placed yourself in this world or where you have maybe perhaps been placed by others in this world, I want to give a little bit more context in the concept of names and why names are important and why I thought it was a good idea to bring this up in the second episode. And partly it's because I will have guests on the podcast and you're going to hear a lot of different names and you're going to hear from a lot of different people and those people are yes 
their names are important and we need to know their names, but we also need to make sure that we are seeing beyond just their name, that we are seeing beyond what it is that they will provide on the podcast through conversations. And and so I just want you to think about that again as you are thinking about where your place is in this world or where you've placed yourself in this world. And I think about names a lot for a couple of different reasons. I think language is incredible. I think the more that we have a grasp on language and linguistics and the meaning, I don't know. I, I would like to believe that we'd have a better understanding of people's needs and their wants and their desires. And so much can just come through language and words. And words are so much deeper than just what we see on the page in front of us. And a lot of that has to do with a couple of things. One is the etymology of names. So anytime you ever see a word with an ending of ology, just know that's always going to refer to the study of something and the study of whatever is the prefix for that word. So etymology is the is the study of the origin and literal meanings of names. So if you take my name, for example, Meredith, and if I were to look up what does my name mean or where is the origin of my name, well, it is a Welsh name, cool, (laughs) and it actually means goddess of the sea. So that gives me a little bit more context of my name. And, you know, it's kind of like when you read horoscopes. Are you you know, putting meaning in or are you drawing meaning out? And that's a conversation that we have a lot of days in seminary when we are when we are looking at biblical text. You know, we perform what's known as exegesis where we are drawing meaning out. Meaning, we're drawing meaning. We're drawing meaning out, guys. No, we are drawing meaning out of the text versus infusing our own interpretive meaning into the text. So one of those ways is to look at the etymology or the origin of the name but then also there's this this flip side ology there's a flipology to names and I've learned a lot more about that uh, since being in seminary and that is the ideological aspect of names and words and when it comes to the ideology of a name it it refers to the origin myth or the origin story that's used to explain certain practices or certain phenomena or proper names of places so we see a lot of ideological usage in the biblical text at least i have so far and I want to draw attention to one particular passage because I think it does a great job of explaining why names are so important and how we have come to our own understanding of what they mean and what they provide for us in context and moving forward and moving forward with a better comprehension of the passage that's in front of us or whatever it may be. And I know I said I wanted to bring up one particular point, but I actually want to bring up two. And the first happens in the beginning of the Old Testament. So you have God and God is creating out of this formless void, the earth. And as soon as he makes man, you know, he starts to go through 
the different uh, other creations. And as he's as he's creating all the creatures and living things, you know, and he's created man, he then gives man, he then tells man that you are to name these things of the earth. And I brought this up to my partner the other day, actually, and he said, wow, that's a lot of power to give Adam. And I said, that's so funny that you see it as God giving all of this power to one person. Because I I took it in a different type of way where, yes, to be able to name all the living things is super powerful, I'm sure. But, But really and truly, I think the interesting point here is that that God, the creator, has entrusted Adam, this dude he just made, (laughs) like literally from the dust of the earth, this guy that he just made, he's like, okay, now you, Adam, are going to, even though you are a newborn baby, you are going to name every living creature on this earth. And he gives him this responsibility. He gives him this, this outlet for creativity. And I just, I wanted to bring that up because again, like I brought it up to my partner and my partner says, wow, that is so much power. That's really powerful. And so that's his perspective. And then I bring in this little, little trinket of information of saying, well, you know, maybe it's actually, this is, this is a very creative God. This is a very loving and encouraging God in my point of view in this moment where he's he's saying, you know, I know I just made you, but I want to give you this responsibility and I want to give you this creative outlet to name all of the living things. So that's pretty neato. And the second point I bring up in relation to names and in naming things and placing ourselves in the world, remember, I hope I hope you're still thinking about, you know, where is your place in this world is the scene with Jacob and God and it's in Genesis as well and it's where we see Jacob wrestling with God so again Jacob so let's look at the name Jacob and the name Jacob is a Hebrew uh, name and it actually stands for um, one who takes the heel or um, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, trickster uh, connotations that come with the name Jacob. Um, so there's a couple of multiple meanings for that name, but I want us to focus on the one who takes the heel. So when Jacob was born, I mean, Esau, his brother, you know, Jacob came after Esau and it's said that he was holding on to Esau's heel. But more importantly, when we think about Jacob as a trickster character, you know, it is Jacob who deceives his father into believing that he is Esau so that he can take uh, what is meant to be given to the firstborn son of the descendants. So, yes, he is a trickster and there's so much more. Jacob is a very complex character in a lot of great ways because you see his deception and then you see his growth and then you see him being deceived in the same type of way and so you see this kind of beautiful character arc happen for Jacob uh, right there in the first uh, book of the Old Testament but I think this this instance where he is wrestling with God um, God comes in and God says to him says to Jacob what is your name Now, if we know anything about God, 
even if we've never been to church, even if we've never sat in a Sunday sermon, we know that there are many scholars, there are many sermons, there are many preachers out there that that are saying that God is omniscient, and omniscient means all-knowing. And so here we have God and Jacob, and Jacob's wrestling with God, and God says to Jacob, what is your name? Isn't that interesting that a man who and a being, a supernatural being, who knows everything, is going to pause in this sort of moment of wrestle and 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 say, "Hey, what is your name?" This is a, this is a guy that already knows his name, but asks anyways. And and what does he respond with? And and he said, "Jacob." Then God says, "Your name shall no longer be called Jacob." But Israel, for you have striven with God and with men and prevailed. Then Jacob asked, Please tell me your name. But he said, Why is it that you ask my name? And so, yeah, we don't actually know that this is God. Jacob doesn't actually know that this is God speaking to him. But he says, What is your name? Still, there is a way for the reader to know, even though Jacob doesn't know that it's God, we know as the reader that it's God. And so here is God asking Jacob, what is your name? He already knows his name. So my question for you is, what is he really asking? Is he really asking for Jacob's name, which we have placed so much importance on, right? We place a lot of importance on on our name. And perhaps what happens next, right? Because then Jacob says, well, tell me your name. I've told you my name. Now tell me your name. And He's like, why is it that you ask my name? And after this moment of God asking for Jacob's name, Jacob giving his name, and then asking God for his name, and then and then God saying, why is it that you ask for my name? And he blesses him. And so what happens next is that Jacob actually names this place that they are in, and he calls this place Peniel. And when we look up the word pineal, which is a Hebrew word, we see that its its meaning, its translation is facing God. So that would be an etiological explanation for why we have a place named Peniel. And it is because there, in that moment, Jacob wrestled with God. Jacob was wrestling with God. And so in this moment, we now have Jacob naming this place based on his experience, which is fascinating to me. And secondly, we have this moment where God, who is omniscient, all-knowing, still asks, what is your name? And blesses him. And so perhaps, again, right, where have you placed yourself? Perhaps it's not what is your name, but who are you? Where have you placed yourself in this world? My name is Meredith, but that gives you little to no context for who I actually am, what I actually do, what my values are, and where I've placed myself in this world. 
And not only that, that's just, that's my given name. That's my first name. But then we have this other layer of names that we have been called. And some of those names that we have been called have not been fruitful for our developmental growth, cognitively, physically, emotionally, like none of that, right? So again, we have all these things that are coming at us that we're being called certain names. So if we can start to detach ourselves from what we have been called and instead, where have we placed ourselves? And if people have placed us placed us in other places and spaces, what have we learned there? And what would we name that place based on our experience in those spaces? There's so much that goes on behind the scenes in writing, <laughs> in stories, in life. And so... We can keep going around and we can keep asking, what is your name? But I think maybe we should change it. Maybe we should go around and start asking, you know, who are you? Hi, who are you? What are you about? What are your goals? What are your dreams? What are your desires? What are you afraid of? That tells me so much more than than just their name. So names are important and the naming of things is very important. But there's a person behind that name. There's an obligation. There's just a real person behind that name. And so you're going to you're going to hear from real people experiencing real faith struggles, real faith, big questions, because it's not about just coming on here and saying, hi, my name is this and this is what I do. It's like, no, like, where have you placed yourself? Where have you been? Where did you see your soul in the mirror? I want you to think about that because perhaps you've never been asked that question, but I think it's an important one to ask. I think it's definitely something that we need to start being more aware of when we are in conversations with strangers is knowing that we can't really do anything for another person if we're only looking at one part of them. We have to look at every individual part and see how all those individual parts create a whole. So the big question as you leave this episode today is, yes, what is your name? And through that name, where have you placed yourself? Where will you place yourself? How have you placed yourself? What has that meant for you? And what do you name that place that you have either been in or are on the path towards right now?